Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. We've got a great show here for your Friday. Pam and Scott join me, and we have a great conversation on a bunch of Disney topics. Pam goes over her trip to Walt Disney World here for a few minutes to top off the show. We discuss her time she got to spend with Josh DeMauro at a great uh, meeting there where he wanted to know what we as fans are looking for in our Disney vacations. And she gives us some thoughts on what the Disney company might be thinking here moving into 2024 to make our Disney vacations even better. Great conversation with some really exclusive experiences she got to have and what the future of the company might be like for the theme parks and what we can expect here moving forward. Also, we break down the 2024-25 run Disney schedule that was announced earlier this week, and we talk about that new Halloween race coming to the Disneyland Resort the first weekend of September next year. What do we think? Is it going to be too hot? What's the theme going to be like? Are we going to register? So we talk about that. We also talk about some of the scheduling uh, differences next year, the difference between Marathon weekend in the Disneyland uh, half marathon weekend. There's a little bit of space in there in 2025. We also uh, kind of break down some other race weekends, how we might think that looks. So we discuss that and we talk about Paradise Pier Hotel becoming the Pixar Place Hotel out of Disneyland in late January of 2024. And uh, what you might expect if you want to stay on site at the Disneyland Resort. So we have a lot of great conversation on today's show. So hope you enjoy it to get ready for this weekend. Of course, today's show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We're standing by to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons you guys make all these shows possible, so thank you very much for that. You can support us starting at just $5 per month. Come on over and join us and get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest over at patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2383 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're getting ready for a great weekend. We sure are here in the Show Me State. It is 24 hours until my Missouri Tigers take on those dogs down in Georgia. And we get to see what we have. We get to test our medal against the team that has won 25 games in a row, two national championships. But I believe, I believe in my soul that we can do it this year. My 14th ranked Tigers. We're going to go down to Athens and we're going to come home with a big fat W. That's right. I know all the dog fans are just laughing their butts off right now as they hear me say that. But it's going to happen. I believe I'm a Tiger through and through. And man, that's what uh, that's what football is all about. It's about believing in your squad, believing in your school. We'll see. I'm just setting myself up for a lot of pain on Saturday night. I've been a Mizzou fan my whole life, and this is how it's going to go. But I just, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. We'll see. But to get us there, we're going to have some fun talking about a variety of Disney topics. So much fun to talk about with my great friends. 
Starting off with Pam Forrester, she's the coder of the Magic for Less Travel and uh, going to kind of be the star of the show because she's back from Walt Disney World with lots to talk about today. Pam, happy Friday. Any big plans for this weekend back in Pennsylvania? Happy Friday. I'm, I want like some fall festivities. We're on the hunt for some fall festivities. So um, I don't know what that involves here. It's like pumpkins and Corn maze. Um, apple cider and stuff like that. So I don't know. Trying to make it festive this year. I figured up in, uh, you know, uh, Forrester headquarters, it'd be all on uh, decorating for Christmas. Um, yes, yes, yes. That will happen. That will happen throughout this week. <laughs> um, trees have already started being taken out. Um, they're checking, you know, we're checking the lights. We're, you know, making sure that all things, but yes, all the trees will be up very soon. So Good. Uh, that would say uh, the earth is healing. Uh, everything's good. Everything's uh, the, <laughs> everything's how it should be. Yeah, yes, Christmas good. music will be playing as we <sighs> see. I now I love Christmas music more than anything. But I, 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 and I've been wanting to listen to it for like a couple weeks. But I know that like it gets mellowed down if you listen to it too soon. So I've been holding off so hard because like I have Sirius XM right with all the channels, and on the app they're there. But I try to wait until they officially launch them on the actual physical radio because that's like a big deal. So I'm trying to hold off. Um, I go back hard. into the archives. There is so much Christmas music at my uh. house. In fact, my brother-in-law at one point took the Christmas albums that we used to listen to and recorded them digitally for us, like transpose them into digital files, skips and all. Nice. It is the best. I love it. I play those, um, the Firestone compilations that either my mom or my grandmother had gotten at some point, right? I guess you probably had to, I don't know, get a fill up or tires or something. <laughs> oh, you mean Firestone were... like, the, like the tire company? Yes, <laughs> oh yes, 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 oh, yes. Man. Goodyear, all of those things. So yeah, um, but yes, those ones with the skips in them from childhood were uh, just fantastic. So love those. That's perfect. For for me, that, that album that I have to listen to every year, like that we, God, we listened to constantly as a kid was the Gatlin Brothers. You oh know, my gosh, like, I mean, funny. that was kind of like Gatlin Brothers Christmas. Like when I hear that, it's officially Christmas. All right, they're good years. Sorry, they're good years. Good year. well, I mean, good year. tires, man. It's you're <laughs> right? all about you're, you're all about like the rubber hitting the road. I mean, with exactly. the Christmas. Exactly. All right. Also joining us today, unfortunately, Goofy with the chainsaw had to go. Apparently, unplug inflatable. Starting uh, anybody that put him out early, but um, glad to have him out of here. So I can keep my Coke Zeros. It's your friend and mine, and everybody's excited to have him. Hashtag Scotty G up in Michigan. Scott, happy Friday. Thanks for coming on today. Happy Friday, Mike. Happy Friday, Pam. You know, I loved your story you were just saying, Pam, about transferring those old records to digital because that's something I miss in the digital world, right? Is like you don't have that little scratch or that pop. I love the pop noise yes. that a, that an album would bring in. So I'm very jealous that you have those uh, recreated files. That is so awesome. It is. But, uh, There's some songs that are not the same without them. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what they're supposed to sound like because we skip over part of it or the pops are in. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's what that song is supposed like, to sound like. missing. That verse? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, happy to be here on a Friday to talk some Disney, my favorite topic. Um, I was traveling, then Pam was traveling. I'm excited to hear about her visit with that conference. I saw Jocelyn was, I was liking everything she was sharing and just looked so awesome. 
all the news. So I'm excited to hear about that and talk some Disney topics today. So real quick, Scott, what, what's your Christmas like album that gets you like a, uh, like one album real quick, just I mean, ah, one album. early, like, but I mean, is there one that you, that really I mean, you I like some traditional, like Andy Williams, yeah, like Christmas music. I, I mean, so I, I had the restraint too, like you two. Well, Pam, I know Pam listens to Christmas music all year long. It could be <laughs> June or May. She's listening to it. I tried to restrain kind of like you are Mike. Like I want to, it's not really Christmas until I hear Andy Williams, you yep. know? And so like, I try to hold off as long as I can. It might be a couple more weeks, but once I hear Andy Williams and I'm all in, then I got I got to like get all the records out at that point. I agree. Now I'm trying to hold off and then we could wham again. Everybody here on the podcast, we won't do that. <laughs> That'd be fun. Okay. So we're going to talk about a couple topics. I want to make sure that we hit today before we hit like the 45 minute mark. We got to talk about the run Disney news. So I want to make sure we get that in about the Halloween race, especially because that's, I got thoughts on that. I'm excited, but cautiously excited. Scott's got experience with that. But Pam, uh, first I'm going to talk about your experience down at Walt Disney World because you got to do some cool stuff. So give us some highlights and stuff you learned and stuff you just want to share with our audience because in the pre-show, before we start recording, you had some really good points and you got to share some cool stuff. So, so let us know, like, what was that all about when you went down to Walt Disney World last week? <laughs> Yeah, I did. So each year, Disney has an earmark program owners conference or a summit, um, as I call it. And um, an earmarked agency is an agency designated by Disney. They have different levels of earmarked agencies, but you have to reach um, some certain sales and behavior goals and things like that to be part of the earmark program or an authorized Disney vacation planner. So that's what we were down for. They always put on a great conference. Um, and I will say they bring in speakers. They bring in outside speakers for us. They also bring in speakers from their own leadership team. We got to see some fantastic panels of people. One of the um, ones I think that was really impactful for me was they have the vice presidents of each of the four parks there. And for those of you who don't know, all four of them actually happen to be women. Um, and I think to see that happen in a, in a company I don't know. It's still a little remarkable at different times, right? Um, I think we're all trying to be inclusive and make sure that folks are representative. But to hear these women speak about it, I think was was impactful for me because no matter who they brought out on stage, anyone who worked for Disney, you heard again and again the same message. And that is that the guest experience and their cast experience is something that's really, really important to them. And I will say that's a message that I've heard over and over and over again as I've been going to these conferences. I have this company is really dedicated to that point. And I know that there are things that we all wish were different. There are absolutely things that they wish were different, right? There's some pain points I think that they're all sort of struggling with right now. They know that um, maybe perhaps the app is a little overcomplicated in the system as it is right now. But the fact is, is that they're working on improving those systems. And I think we're really coming up on a time, Mike, as we talked about where we're hitting a point next year where some of those pain points are going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And that's fantastic. For most guests, the elimination of the park reservation system is not going to be an issue for them anymore. We're seeing the Disney dining plan back. Um, and so many guests were really looking forward to that. We're going to see some new things happen in the app. They have removed some barriers in the app, but I just feel like the constant reminder that even they're, that they're looking at a very complex system, right? 
we have the park reservation system, the My Disney Experience system, the Genie Plus system, whatnot, that they're constantly trying to make it easier for our guests. And I, I, you have to appreciate the dedication to this. Um, it's just something that the company does really well. And I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I know that you guys are too. I mean, we don't want to, you guys don't want to see those barriers there, but I think the park reservations being gone is huge, right? They removed the charge for parking at the resort. That was huge. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that they listen. Sometimes it takes a while to see that simplification happen, but the fact that it does happen is a good thing. And you guys know, if you're a big company, it takes a lot longer to make any decision happen. Even if we're all in agreement, right? We're all like, we know that this needs to happen. In a big company, there's layers and layers and layers to go through. So that was huge for me to hear that from them. Um, and I, I think that 2024 is going to be a fantastic year to visit all the parks and to look at Cruise Line and Alani and Adventures by Disney. Um, and I also got to do a very, very cool, cool thing. So I, um, because we're a platinum earmarked agency and one of the few in the country, I get the opportunity to sit on Disney's um, earmark travel agency uh, council. And there's a small group of us to, that Disney sort of provides some feedback, sometimes gives us a heads up on things, asks for input. It's just a really cool thing to be a part of. And I, I feel very fortunate to have that opportunity um, one evening they had a special dinner for us and we were really in a small room of folks. First of all, it was an over the top theme dinner. It seemed like Haunted Mansion. Um, oh, and I know, right. And I they picture, did I picture this job. council in my head, kind of like the Jedi council and like the prequels, <laughs> just, 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 just don't ruin, don't ruin the, uh, the visual for me, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> like with Mace Windu there and like Yoda and everybody, but go ahead. <laughs> um, but as we were there waiting as Disney, as, um, you know, Disney spoke to us about some things and then they had a special guest that they introduced us to and it was Josh tomorrow, oh, um, man. came in and spoke with us and literally opened up the floor and, and gave people the opportunity to ask him questions, period, end of story. There was not like a, you have to submit your questions in writing <laughs> eight days before our legal counsel will go over them and then you'll be given an answer. No, it wasn't like that at all. It was really a very small and intimate group and he literally gave us the opportunity to ask questions as needed and he echoed the sentiment, of course, that everyone else that we had heard done that he, you know, Want, he wants to take care of his cast, which I think is always something that you hear from Disney leadership. And, and he wants to help people make the memories that happen only on vacation. And it was it's just heartwarming when you hear someone who is in a leadership position like that say those things as their top priority. Um, it's exactly what you want to hear. And it, it was a it was a great moment, and I'm just you know really appreciative that I had the opportunity to do that. But it's it's always a good conference. It's over you know it's overwhelming. I'm actually processing information now. I took copious notes while I was there, um, just on everything everyone said. We also got to hear from the first female Thunderbird pilot. Oh, Her man, story was so fantastic, cool. right? Yeah, really, really, it was a very cool experience. Um, we got to hear from a great speaker and author, Kevin Brown, who um, I've heard in the past and is just someone who 
is it's just a really great reminder that our lives are sort of all about connections and maybe that we are each put here on earth to sort of make it a little easier for someone else. Uh, I just, I love that thought. I, I love that. He has a fantastic story that relates to Disney. It's about Aunt B and some apple pancakes. Um, the story's on YouTube if you want to YouTube that to see it. But it's great because it, it's literally a conference where it gives me the opportunity to think about what I want to see for our team, what I want to see for our guests. And um, sometimes when you're the owner of a company, you sort of, your everyday gets bogged down in the things that you have to do and you don't get to do as much blue sky thinking as you would like. And this sort of just gives you the opportunity to start that process again. So really, um, I, you know, it was a great conference to be a part of, and I'm glad to be back home for a little bit before I go back down again. So <laughs> you got to get ready to do Jollywood nights here. I know. Have you seen the food uh, for that alone? Like when they put that out, you better mail me a uh, Santa Gertie cookie. I don't care. Like <laughs> Santa Gertie. put it in bubble wrap, <laughs> send that sucker to St. Louis. No. I always think of the Bob Seger song Hollywood Nights when I hear Jolly. <laughs> yeah, like, right? I just sing it in my head. Hollywood Nights. If there's not a crossover there, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you say this and in, in just real quick on, on your points, and I love that for one thing with, with Josh Tomorrow there, you know, I, I know he's like super high level at Disney, right? And so people could be, yeah, he's there, but is he listening? I'm, I'm truly of the the thought, you know, even with, you know, like I'm, I'm super crazy with like college football, right? Like, even if you get like five seconds with a head coach, right? The head coach is going to listen to a fan, but I still think that if, if you tell somebody passionately what you believe, like we're all humans, right? It gets, it gets in their ear and it, if it, it has to be like in their head. So they have to think about it because you're, you're passionate when you're saying it. And it makes them pause and think about that. And if they hear it enough times that they have to maybe consider acting on that. And I think that's what that board does. That council does that. This is something that, cause you're not representing just Pam Forrester. You're representing all the guests at the magic for less and all the agents who hear from all the guests. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's coming up and it's coming up and also, you know, the, the fellow other agency owners and stuff. Mm -hmm. And everybody kind of has the same goal that everybody has a better Disney experience in the parks. And that's his goal. I mean, because when the, when the guests are happy, that that's good for Walt Disney World. Everybody's happy, right? I mean, that everybody wants to go back, and everybody has a better experience. Everybody evangelizes their vacations. I mean, it's win win win, right? I mean, is that not the overall goal of everybody? Absolutely. And the fact is, he came the next day and spoke to all of the agency owners there too. So I, I just, you know, I can only imagine that Josh is kind of a busy guy. So mm -hmm. to take time out of his life, his work, whatever, to come speak to us at dinner. And then the next day, come speak to us at the conference, I think was, you know, just sort of a credit that to him and that he values our input in the experiences that we're seeing. And I know that that's true, that Disney, you know, has shown the Disney research has shown when a guest books with a knowledgeable travel agent, they have a better experience. And that's what we're all moving towards, right? We want that to be the case. Um, and I mean, there are lots of different reasons for that, but it's good that they're listening to what we say. And they are making changes for the guest experience to become better. Scott and I were talking about this actually with listener Jared, our, our good friend who's actually, you know, covering the World Series down. He was in Phoenix when he called in. He's got twin girls and he hadn't been to the, you know, he, he's veteran of the parks, but hadn't been since before COVID. 
And now he's going back with twin girls. He's like, Scott and Mike, help me out, man. I know the parks, but I don't know the parks with twin girls. I, ah, I don't know. I'm a dad now. And, I, you know, I'm going with kids. And we called in and I'm like, you know, we, we kind of talked through this, Scott and I, on Sunday night. And when we thought about it, we're like, honestly, going now, because he's going, you know, in the early 2024, like you kind of missed all the pain points. You know what I'm saying, Scott? Remember this? Because like he's going to miss park reservations and he's going to miss all the hardships of, you know, no dining plan to choose from and all these, you know, restrictions that we had to go through, like to get the parks back open. Right now is kind of everything's moving in the right direction for guests, I think. Yeah. Longer think? park hours, too, because he's going to need to take those breaks with those mm -hmm. those twins, you know, so like jumping in or park hopping with ease, you know, maybe you want to park hop earlier in the day or whatever. So, yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome trip for him. It's going to feel similar but different in a way, too, because there's so much. That's, that was a crazy thing. That's how Walt Disney World like evolved so much. It's been like three or four years. Like doesn't seem like a lot, but that's a lot with Walt Disney World. There's so many like attractions and experiences he hasn't even seen himself yet. So that's yeah. gonna be awesome. Yeah. So I think you know right now if you're getting ready to go to the parks and you haven't been for you know not even that long of a period of time, you're going at the right time. Things are. I mean, you got so many new experiences. I mean, Epcot in the next six months is gonna be just. You're gonna walk in and be like, I don't recognize the place. Yeah. I, mean, I know. Just, like when you see Spaceship Earth at night, I mean, tell me that isn't stunning if you've never seen the Beacon, you know, the Beacon of Light show. That is that, the Moana section. I haven't seen at that night. yet. I so we the got to see these, during I the always day. Enter, I always enter Epcot <laughs> through the Skyliner at night. So now I, I got to work harder to see those you things. You do. You do. So we did have the opportunity to experience Moana during the day and also at night, and it's. It, first of all, I think that we all sort of agree. We love this kind of thing to see at the parks as sort of edutainment. Mm -hmm. It's really, I mean, it's at the heart of what Epcot really was meant to be. And it is all those things and it is fun and it will be fun for kids of all ages. And it is stunningly beautiful at night. I mean, they really, it's like, it's like they were almost thinking about what it might look What's like. What's it going to look like on Instagram? <laughs> we were thinking of this from day one. <laughs> right? I know. And it absolutely was that. So I was really glad to have that opportunity to see that too. And I, I also want to say we had um, the opportunity to travel with some friends who, had, um, who have a two-year-old. And we spent, are you ready for this, folks? A day at the Magic Kingdom with them. I mean, park opening till in the late afternoon, like near dinner time. And it was really good to be there and see all those things um, and see how, first of all, Genie Plus really helped them. That they moved with ease from attraction to attraction, choosing the next lightning lane that they could with Genie Plus and just got so much done and didn't have to wait in line that much like we were with them the whole day and just sort of moved our way through all the attractions and that was it was really great to see that as someone who myself i don't always use genie plus because just because we're there so often and we're not at magic kingdom a ton it was really great to see how good it can actually work for guests and this was their first time using it. And they really said they felt like they were experts, you know, as they were wrapping up their trip. So anyways, that was that was really cool to see too. It was a great experience, great reminder how, um, you know, it. some of these things are working perfectly for some people. And so something to think about. My best advice I give guests is don't underestimate yourself. I, I think a lot of my guests get so stressed out pre-trip 
because they think, yeah. oh my gosh, this is going to be so much. Like when you get down there, you got to remember people with way less preparation than you navigate Walt Disney World every day and pretty much do it successfully. They might not make always the best choices, but they come home and they say they have a good trip. You just by listening to a podcast, you're 90% ahead of everybody else. And you probably have read a blog in a guidebook. You're already there. <laughs> like, trust me, you're going to be fine. And just, I know we all stress about the minute details and that's kind of just our personalities. And I'm not talking about just us three. I'm talking about our audience. That's who we are. You're going to be fine. Like, I love that we all want to sweat the mind, the most minute detail, but really you're going to come home. You're going to have a great time. This, that's kind of my fatherly advice for everybody right now. But let's kind of shift gears. Come and talk about this. Earlier this week, we found out the 2024-2025 Run Disney uh, schedule, which, by the way, Scott did this on Sunday night because the show went crazy. We, the show was going wild, and we forgot to congratulate everybody on the Marine Corps Marathon finishers, and Scott did that for us, so I appreciate that. People did 50K, Scott. I know. 50K. That is ridiculous. That 50K, I mean, that's like going to marathon. 31 miles. <laughs> and just like overshooting the finish line on a marathon. Dude, what? What? That is it's so. It's like Forrest Gump and just be like, oh, exactly. I'll just, I'll just keep going. <laughs> exactly. I just felt like running. That's wild. So congratulations to everybody that did all the miles out at uh, the Marine Corps. Because I've heard that thing. I, I was watching on Twitter a little bit. like the And I know it was super hot, super humid. Some people didn't get all the way done and. I know they cut they cut a part of the course during the race called the gauntlet. I'm like, okay, this race is hard anyway, and there's a section called the gauntlet. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> no, thanks. And it's run by the Marines. I'm like, okay, anyway, it sounds like just trying to kill you. But uh, congratulations, everybody, with that. But back to the Run Disney stuff. I think the biggest news that we found out about this schedule is that there is going to be a new race weekend in the next season. And it's going to be a Halloween-themed race in Disneyland over, it looks like, Labor Day weekend, September 5 to 8. Um, so, it's Scott, when you... Weekend. It's the following weekend after Labor Day. I'm it's following sure. after Labor Day? Yeah, okay. I think Labor Day is kind of early this year. Is it? Okay, I just guessed it was Labor Day, but I didn't look at the calendar. That's what I get. I think so. I could be wrong. I don't know. I haven't looked. I'm guessing you're probably right. I'm guessing you're probably right. But when you... When you saw the news, what was your first thought? Because you've run Disneyland, because you said this was the same weekend as Dumbo Double Dare back in the day earlier. Yeah, so Dumbo Double Dare was always the um, Labor Day weekend. So it, it is. this is the following weekend after okay. that for, for 2024. And I love that race weekend. Um, the only problem was it was, it was extremely hot. <laughs> um, and I've been to Disneyland, I think, two or three times over Labor Day weekend. And it is always hot <laughs> that weekend. So that's why I think that's the, the hot topic right on Twitter and social media is that, holy cow, that's awesome. They chose a Halloween race. Why did they choose it that weekend when it's enormously warm? And my first thought was, why couldn't they just make wine and dine a Halloween race weekend? Because that is always over. Like, look at the calendar, Mike. It's, Tomorrow, I know, the, as, as the recording 31st. is Halloween and wine and dine's happening. Why can't yeah. it happen that weekend? I know. I know. So what scale of one to 10, what's your uh, temptation of signing up for this one? Um, unfortunately it's, it's going to be a zero because, um, as much as I would love to do it, Emily is going to be a senior when that happens. And I have, to, I, she can't miss a football game. I can't miss one of her last football games, you know, so I can't take that chance without knowing the football schedule for high school. So I'm kind of bummed about it, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pass. Same. If there's a virtual option, I might do that. Cause I love inaugural medals, you know, and I'm sure they're going to be like really cool. They're probably like oogie boogie or something on the medals. But uh, I'm going to have to go virtual, unfortunately, with that one. 
Same. It's what killing me. It's killing me because, you know, I have a rule. I don't. I, and I learned this rule like two years ago. I do not sign up for races during football season. I just don't because I just I have all my obligations here with high school football. And of course, we have season tickets for Mizzou. And that's like the one thing I'm as equal, at least as equally passionate with Disney is college football. And you only get so many games, right? You get eight games, seven games at college football a year. In high school, you get maybe six home games. We go to all the way games. And Mallory's a cheerleader, so we go to those. And the thing you'll learn is when your kid gets into high school, like, you know, Scott, I mean, it, it, for the kids, for all the parents listening out there that have kids like in elementary school right now, it goes so fast, especially when they hit like middle and high school. Dude, it just goes warp speed. It is. I mean, it's it's unbelievably fast. So you got to savor those times like those races will be there. And I mean, I'm not getting any younger. I get that. I'm not going to be able to run these races very much longer, but you know, you got to enjoy your kids. And I think you're making the right call, but the, God, this race sounds so awesome, but the it, heat, it's heat painful scares me. because I, I love, I, I love it, a I'm new like, race oh, weekend. Take my money. I'm like, and then I'm like, Oh man, I love Disneyland money. races. I love the idea of a new race weekend. Like they're trying to target me is what they're trying to do. Like saying, Oh, this guy's going to go into retirement for run Disney. Ooh, how can we get him back? Ooh, new race weekend. Let's do that. But yeah, it's just with Emily's senior year and without knowing the schedule, like I can't, she only has like four, marching games left mm -hmm. basically of her career like I, I can't miss one of those um but what also jumped out to me that we haven't talked about mike and this is one of the first thoughts i had and i had to do some research and i was right on it this brings up an option to get two coast to coast medals now in the 2024 year because if you're doing the marathon weekend like we are and the disneyland weekend that's like a special coast to coast medal so then if you do the Halloween one too, plus like a wine and dine or a princess or another one, you can get the second coast to coast. So you can actually get oh, two stop. coast to coast in one year. Kind of crazy. Okay. 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 <laughs> stop. Okay. Cause I'm doing, I see, I said I wasn't doing it. See, this is how run Disney works, right? They work you like this. Yeah. They're going to get you to do this Halloween one in wine and dine now. So you can get the second coast. I, I can't do the Halloween one. I, so my schedule for this season, and I, I think I've told her by this, I'm doing, dopey and then i'm going to disneyland the next weekend right that was that was basically my budget because i do try to be responsible with my money because that's expensive like i mean the race weekend i mean the because with dopey you're there for you know six days to you know walt disney world and then you got two plane tickets you got to go to you know orlando then you got to immediately go to california you gotta get a hotel out there for you know four or five nights i mean that's a lot and plus you're off work for all the time you know you gotta have somebody help you out it's a lot to ask. So I did give up princess instead, you know, I was like, Oh, cause you got it. You know, it's give and take. So I did give up princess. So I'm just doing those two, but then, you know, they jump in with this, but I, on the calendar, what I noticed was next year on the mm -hmm. calendar, the, the, the distance between marathon weekend in the Disneyland race weekend is about, was it three weeks, two, three weeks. weeks. I think it was like January yeah, 30th. It's not I like that two too. days. <laughs> it's not two days. Cause we were taught, we were comparing our flights we come home for two stinking days this year and then we're going out to the West coast. Like we're running 48 miles or, you know, people doing dopey or whatever goofy or whatever races you're doing in Florida, you come home for two stinking days and you get on another airplane and out to Anaheim. That's why That's if I did crazy. So we're going down there cause Emily has that week off of marathon week. So why not go down there, do new years. It's been a while since we've done that. But if we, if I didn't have Emily or if she was in college, like if this is two years from now, I wouldn't even fly home. I would just go straight to Anaheim from there, to be honest, and like maybe work remote a couple days. Um, that would be should be my ideal. Way. Be so sweet. I kind of like how they do that in a certain way. But like, 
because if it's three weeks apart, then you're for sure going to go home and then fly out to Anaheim. Um, so I don't know how I feel about that. Like, why not just get it all done? Right. Like, <laughs> I, I wonder how many people are doing that this year going. I bet you a lot of people are going straight from Orlando to yeah. Well, that's what Anaheim. they used to do because it used to be the Star Wars, not to get all like run Disney on this episode. No, but we haven't talked history. about it enough because we yeah. have a big running team and we haven't talked about it enough for a little bit. But it used to be um, before they canceled the Disneyland races in 2017. It used, that used to be the light side weekend was right at the marathon. So a lot of people would do that. They would run Goofy or Dopey or whatever. Then they would they would do sometimes some of them would actually do the Castaway Key Challenge. Go See, on a that, cruise, is, that is then insane. go to Anaheim. That is like the. That is so That's expensive. That is the ultimate. But man, I got to pay my mortgage. You know I know. I got to work. <laughs> I got to work. For, hey, I, mean, I got to make the money to pay yeah. for these things. And then, yeah. I mean, luckily, I can work from anywhere, right? If I got a laptop and an internet connection, I can literally the work from anywhere. The thing, though, but... back in the day was... was I know, I know now we kind of work like in a hybrid remote thing. Like that's something that's come out of the pandemic that a lot of companies do. But like a lot of companies, your new time balance starts like on January 1st. Right. And then you're uh, blowing through 10 days right off the bat. Yeah, don't I <laughs> know. Crazy. Exactly. That's the thing. Everybody's going to be, <laughs> all the runners are going to be out of their, what they call it, PTO or whatever. Yeah, PTO. P- yeah. The, the PTO is going to be G-O-N-E by the, by the end of January. I mean, just. My oh. old boss, not my current one, but. My one where I used to do like all the run Disney races, he would just joke that that was like my my RTO, like my running time off. You know, like that's all I did with like my time off was running. I think that's I, I you know I think the the reason they did this because like they brought the Disneyland race weekend back kind of last minute, and that's probably where they could like wedge it in for some reason, like this right there. But I I do like the gap. I think that I mean for runners, right? You you need a little time in between i don't know i, I like that but Dan, let me ask you something so this is pretty neat right so the halloween theme like that's cool it's going to attract all these runners what are you hoping to see from the halloween thing are you hoping to see like a night race or do you want to see like certain characters that are coming out for it beginning of september I, by the way it's not in october it's beginning you know, it's beginning, I know, of september. beginning of september yeah i know i really hope that it sort of is a night race and i don't know that they'll be able to do that because Anaheim, i mean you're running through yeah. the city you know it's not like disney world where they can shut down streets and whatnot um so that makes it a little challenging so we probably won't see the night race but i think if you're going to do a halloween race doesn't that sort of lends itself to being a night race i don't know i i think that you know you do have to consider the um the the temperature like I think when you're looking at costumes, it's the difference between forget a costume when it's that hot. I know people wear <laughs> right? those costumes and I, God bless you. We have so many lizards that wear these awesome costumes and I love yes. each and every one of you. And I love getting my picture with you, but I don't know how you do it. Like I've worn I that. Like the Dr. Brasilier costume oh, for Halloween. Right? You are killing. Yes. Are you guys masochists? Like, I don't know right? what you like running is hard enough in a t-shirt and short shorts. <laughs> No makeup if there's going to be certain temperatures because that's going to be sliding down your face. I mean that, but I, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see the first race that y'all get to do back in Disneyland and to see how it's really handled and what they're doing. I think that that will really sort of give us a lot of information on what races will look like going forward. But it is, I mean, it's, it's just, I love a good theme. And I, I'm I'm dying to see what they do with this. I'm struggling with a Halloween theme in September. I just that's where I'm really struggling. Right, like, I know. Like, I know. Could you just 
uh, they don't do like their food and wine festival out there in September, but like, couldn't you just like swap them kind of like move wine and dine or something to Disneyland and pick another week when they do their festival and then just have Halloween be in, in Florida. And then you could right. do that night race. We're talking about Pam. Like, I know that would be great. I think, I think what they found out about that night race was it made um, traveling through the parks challenging. Um, and the weather is always unpredictable. But here's, and too. here's the thing, though. <laughs> yes. Like, the thing they found out, in, the, the reason I think they stopped doing the night races in World was because it tended to rain at night. Like, the, yeah. they kept getting hit with thunderstorms. But in Anaheim, you're way less likely to get a rainstorm at night. They yeah. could do But then, if but they the could problem with Anaheim, traffic, you don't control those roads. I know, you but work if, with the city. Yeah. But I mean, if they could work that out for one night, you know what I'm saying? Like the the five and the ten Ks could be in the morning, but make the half marathon at night because that's where you get made, hot. If they somehow made an announcement that it was going to be a night, I'm sorry, Emily. If you have a football game, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, at least in football, like you're playing cupcakes in September, the beginning of September. Who cares? I will. I'll. I'll have mom video it, and then uh, I can watch. I can watch the performance. Yeah. So I, I am know. excited. We'll, we'll see. That we'll thing is going to sell like hotcakes. I mean, it, but it's going to be blazing yeah. hot to run in that time of the year, probably. Yeah. But it is. It, it is. I mean, I just know from experience, traditionally, like that time of year, I don't know what it is. It is so hot in Anaheim, and it just it just seems crazy to, to choose that week out of all the – you got 51 other weeks you could choose from, right? Because I only have the other one race weekend, like, and you chose that one. Well, you know why? <laughs> just, I mean, I – guessing probably lowest one of the lowest attended well, weekends yeah. right it's the way right to after labor day yeah. yeah probably but i mean excited to see right it was all the buzz this week on on social media which of course i mean in, in what it kind of reminds me of which was one of the best races ever at walt disney world tower of terror 10 miler that was a great weekend with a great theme if they could just kind of recreate that on the west coast that was a, that was a cool theme. They did that at the studios. That's that another sweet. thing too. Like I've I've always wanted to be perfect for a race, but like now I feel like anytime Run Disney introduces like a new race weekend, it doesn't even hit five years, <laughs> you know, like because that's what you need to be perfect. So that that was part of me too. Like oh, I had to register for this so I can be perfect. But it's probably gonna they're probably gonna retheme it three or four years later, and then no one would even get the perfect status. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the the only race I'm perfect on is the Tower of Terror, but. Won't and they stopped long. it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so you're not <laughs> I know. technically you're perfect after five. I don't know if they even got to five of those. I, I don't know. I don't Maybe. really worry about it. <laughs> I just know I've done them, but yeah, I don't know. I don't get yeah, any. But, like, but it's exciting news. Stuff. Like, you know, we we're talking about earlier about like all these things coming back, you know, and right. like, we went from skipping a whole race season to doing virtual races to slowly bringing back some of these races. Then they added that virtual which is kind of cool mm -hmm. too. Like, cause you can sign up for like a virtual dopey or whatever, like for those that can't make it or have that PTO. Like, I think that's a cool option that they've added, but now we've sprinkled in another, like Disneyland is back. And now we're going to get a second Disneyland race before we know they'll probably have four on each coast, like how they used to. And that would be awesome. Yeah. Give us more options. Yeah, I agree. Options are so good, you know, cause but I mean, you know, for all the, you know, they're going to sell out every time. Mike. They I are. mean, they do. They, they always are. sell out. I know. So <laughs> these the are insanely expensive and we just die to take our money. It's like that meme, you know, everybody yeah. complaining. Cause you know, I couldn't give them my 285 bucks to run 30, 13 miles in 95 yeah. degrees. And then your, and then your theme park tickets and then your exactly. food, and my then airplane. Your <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. we. Something's wrong with us, but we're all yeah. we're a support group. I need, people. I need to start like a run Disney like Michigan edition. So and then just 
We're all here to help each other. It, hey, yeah. if you want to join the lizards, BOGP lizards on Facebook, come on over. We all support each other and empower each other. That's what we do. Man, so many sneakers. Okay, one other thing we want to talk about before we get out of here on a Friday, and this is exciting because, again, this would maybe help support you, and this will be available to you if you run the Halloween race uh, next uh, fall out at Disneyland, is the retheming of Paradise Pier Hotel to Pixar Pier Hotel, the third on-site hotel at Disneyland Resort. So, Pam, what are your thoughts on this? We saw some concept art, and this is opening at the end of January. The retheme will go live and. uh because it's been open during the, the construction or the retheming, but uh, what are your thoughts? I know. So I'm really interested in do, so it's Pixar place. I Pixar know. place. We talked Here, about this I, we, before we, we went live. I knew I we, would mess that up. And I, I even like, <laughs> no, dang, no. I, God, Pier place and all the peas. Pixar pier, Pixar place. Paradise. I know, right? If Disney doesn't Damn. have a super long name, yeah. they have a name that sounds like something else that it either used to have or will have or is, oh. you know, the same. So anyway, just yeah. call it PP. We know we're saving the Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Exactly. <laughs> Which actually is cow in Hawaiian. Uh, oh my god. And what was the thing that, that uh George said you ate to start with a P? Poi? Oh, the the poi. Poi. Yeah. I was trying to explain it to my wife last night, by the way, and it's terrible. But anyway, go go ahead. I'm Pam. sure Pam has had tried poi before. I have. It's an acquired taste. I was like, I was like, and then George called in and started talking to Scott about poi, and I was like, and I was out. I was like, I'm just sitting here like, yeah. dude, I have no idea. Talking about a root vegetable. But go ahead, if Pam. You've, if you've ever tasted glue, it's a little oh similar. God. That's straight. It's <laughs> a sixth grade teacher. Most of my kids I said glue, Play-Doh, so. but I like the, I like <laughs> the glue. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, so um, Paradise Pier is transforming into Pixar Place. And when I was out there um, a few months ago, we actually went over to check out the pool area because it had just recently reopened. And I was like, whoa, this is a great pool area. So for those who don't know, um, Paradise Pier is actually the third on-site hotel available at the Disneyland Resort. And one of the things I think that makes this hotel so special is that there are some theme park views from that hotel that are just beautiful. Um, we happen to have um, a couple that overlooked California Adventure, Disney's California Adventure, and really just beautiful, beautiful views. You can actually even see World of Color from your room um, at some of those. So it's a great hotel. It's located right there. It has... Um, a private entrance into Disney's California Adventure Park in the morning. So that can save you some time too. Uh, but this retheming, I think, was something that was really needed because it was a hotel that was sort of owned by another company and Disney took it over. And there was some, um, they did try to theme it a little bit, but this is really going to make it more complete. And those rooms are actually going to be much more contemporary as well. So you're going to see so many of your Pixar friends in the rooms. Um, and I think that that's a cool thing. Like we've seen with other retheming where they've sort of taken these iconic characters and made them part of the decor. You're going to see that too. Everything from the wall behind the beds has some of your favorite Pixar characters like the Toy Story folks and Brave and the Incredibles and all of that. Um, the artwork in the rooms, the even the bolster on the bed, the pillow is going to do that. You're going to see it up, up in the pool area. And when we went and checked that out, 
it was really cool down to like even the little fire individual fire pits were the characters from um inside out that they had anger and, oh, and those cool. guys there doing you know shaped like that so that was really a cool thing and i i think it's just going to make something that helps create that bubble uh, more in the disneyland area when you're staying there and you feel like you're in the bubble this is really going to make you feel like you're in the bubble so what about you guys what did you think about the concept art and the rooms that they're showing and whatnot did you see it scott the concept art I have not seen the concept art. I mean, I saw something like a while ago when they announced it, but if it's, I'm, I'm guessing maybe it's changed slightly. If not, but I, I mean, I agree with you, Pam. Like, I, I kind of always stayed away from that hotel, and I don't know why, if it was the theming or what it was, but um, I'm excited about it too. And I knew about those rooms, and like, I actually didn't know that you could enter Grand California from there. That kind of like hurt me a little bit. Like, oh, I really like that about I know. the Grand California. If you can enter from, enter DCA from there too, that'd be really awesome. But um, it was their pool area that I always thought was kind of weird, but it looks like they've done some nice remodeling for the pool area because isn't it like on an upper level, like on the fourth floor or something? It is. It yeah. is. And it, it looked is. like there was like no shade. That was one thing that worried with me, but I think it might be improved on what they're doing now. They have added a bunch of different shade things, um, and it is sort of a like a rooftop because it's not the top of yeah. the building but it is on top of a roof so mm -hmm. i don't know it is but it is like a rooftop pool area and they've added more seating a lot more seating um they've added some water play areas all that kind of stuff uh even in the lobby when you walk in there's going to be this fantastic sort of pixar mobile mobile cool. mobile 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 whatever you want to call Same it yeah. whatever whatever pixar i mean we're just Paradise beer, it all. yeah all the things so the thing that yes. hangs down and spins yes the things that hangs down like in a baby's crib <laughs> what i like about it though like the lobby concept art i love the luxo lamp i love i love the luxo lamp that's one of my yes. jams and but he's like on top of the ball i used to bounce around and hit on top of the pixar ball i yes and it's it's colorful it reminds me like it's like a the whole kind of thing is like if you took art of animation but like did it in a totally different way you know what i'm saying like it's a it, it's got like a lot of the elements of art of animation but 100 percent different oh it's hard to explain it's got like all the character of art of animation because it's super bright and colorful that's what i like about it because art of animation yeah. is just like popping with color and so is this and I, I'm very curious about this. And of course, of the three on-site hotels, this is going to be your least expensive option. Um, and so this might be somewhere that yeah. gives you that early too. I'm sure you two know that. Yeah, too obviously know this from the travel side. But like every time I look at Disneyland rooms, it's like they're gone. <laughs> like yeah. so, book book early if you're interested. No, it's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And the other thing I wanted to mention about the changes too is that we're getting some new eateries. So they're getting. Um, their main location, their table service location will be Great Maple. Um, and, you know, that's interesting there, right? They talked about, um, they talked about Modern America robust dishes, which I thought, you know, that's always an interesting way to describe food is it's robust. But anyways, they talked about things like Cajun shrimp with the cheddar biscuit. Um, Hang on, I got I to gotta say one thing that they have. Baby back ribs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not just baby back ribs, but soda pop braised baby back ribs. So got your baby maple back pecan. Baby back. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's true. Maple, pecan, crusted salmon, stuff like that. Um, But then there's also going to be a grab-and-go coffee shop in the lobby called Sketchpad Cafe. And finally, um, that rooftop bar there by the pool, um, which was going to be called uh, Small Bites. Small Bites, yes. Uh, B-Y-T-E-S. You know what's missing? The thing we've talked about for at least a decade. Where's the Pixar character meal in this? I know. Seriously, why is this not a thing anywhere? Like this, the printing money. But Scott, though, I did see in this thing here. God bless America. Maple bacon donuts. (laughs) When you said maple bacon, I thought the next word was going to be old fashioned. (laughs) Well, I mean that'd be good too. But making maple donuts. Oh, yeah, man. right. Oh, yeah. And baby records. Oh my that god. Would be good. <laughs> Sign it up. Put me on the wait list. <laughs> and the uh, gym looks really cool. It shows uh, Mike and Sully sort of doing their monsters training um, there too. So I think that's a cute little thing. That's but cool. yeah, I think it'll be a nice refresh for this hotel. Sounds like you'll need it because of maple bacon donuts and baby back ribs. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be that's the thing about the i mean all the resorts too like you come come out to disneyland and you're thinking like all right i got a four or five day trip i'm gonna do the parks and all that or maybe see something some other side of southern california but like sometimes you just want to enjoy the resort you know so yeah. like i highly recommend like adding on an extra day just so that you can enjoy the resort or even resort hop there we always talk about resort hopping at walt disney world but it's great to do that at disneyland too yeah. i agree i love the resorts out there i mean they're Me some too. of my favorites and, Absolutely. you know, for somebody that's just discovering kind of Disneyland, now you got the Villas part of Disneyland Hotel, yep. which is beautiful. And to me, I mean, the whole vibe, because I'd never been out there, right? The vibe of the Disneyland Hotel, like being on site, reminds me a lot of the Polynesian with the palm trees and stuff and Trader Sam's. I get, I get that a little bit. Yeah. It, like when yeah, you're right there by the pool, it kind of reminds me of a little Polynesian area, you know? And that pool area looks great now, oh, by the way. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait to be at Disneyland if I can survive Marathon Weekend. Uh, <laughs> Disneyland here. Maybe you should just skip Marathon Weekend and just go straight to Anaheim. Hey, you dude, don't don't just... tease. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta I gotta get my medals. I'm gonna try to finish that thing. We'll see. But hey, t- fun show today. I appreciate you guys. We got to talk a lot of Disney news today. We didn't even get to the Haunted Mansion bar and the treasure. We'll talk about that in the future. That's gonna be. You think that'll be popular? Huh. Oh my gosh. Dude, that'll be crazy. Well, remember the Star Wars one when it first launched. Like, yeah. I mean, the reservation system, I had to imagine they're going to do something similar to that all the time, probably. My hot take on that is they should put that Haunted Mansion Barber in French Quarter, too. Like, that'd fit over there like a glove. That'd be, you know, a way hey, to. Me and Pam are not going to object to more lounges at Walt Disney World. 100% so that'd be, not. That'd be another thing they could do. But yeah, on the ship, that'll be just insane. That'll be crazy. but uh, It will be. But you know what? That reservation system didn't last for very long. No, it was only for the first few sailings. Yeah. So yeah. it just but, sort of all tends to like, well, and I think for this, it'll be even less because these are seven night cruises. Oh, so you have a lot more opportunity to do it. So we'll see. But hopefully it's not very long that they have it. If they That's gonna be it. Awesome. I just hope they have like a mug system, kind of like Trader Sam's, you know, like, right? <laughs> you come back with some Haunted Mansion mugs. Oh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> Yes. So, so much, it's exciting time to be a Disney fan. That's why, you know, we're lucky. We've been doing the show for 15 years, but never uh, lack of news to talk about. Always exciting. Always fun. Right. Always something. All right. We're going to get out of here and let you decorate your Christmas tree, I guess, this weekend or whatever you got to do. Eat, eat, all the, <laughs> eat all the leftover Halloween candy, at least. There you go. And send the Kit Kats this way. Love those suckers. 
All right, we're going to jump out of here. Have a great weekend. Thanks again. And uh, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We're standing by this weekend to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney Vacation. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. No additional cost to you. You get lots of perks. And most of all, we're going to get you the best price possible. But, you know, we're going to make sure that you have a magical vacation. We're going to help you avoid the pitfalls. That's the biggest thing. We're going to set you up for success. That's our goal from day one, from any time. We just want you to have the best trip possible. We give you these tips via email. It's not all the time. They're spread out. But they tell you, hey, guess what? Your, your time to make your dining reservations is coming up soon. Let's think about some things here. Uh, you know, hey, think about getting an external battery for your phone. Just like a tip like that. I mean, it seems so kind of benign. But just having an external battery is a great idea because... You know, if it's 2.30 in the afternoon and your phone's at 10%, having an external battery in the in, in your pocket, that, that's, a, that's a game changer these days. I mean, things like that you might not think about. We just want to help you think about things. So that you have I can attest to these tips. So like I mean, a lot helps. of times, Mike, I just delete them because like I see them. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, my, you're you're, you're like, a veteran. You know. But like, yeah. The other day, one caught my attention. It was like your ADR bank is coming open and like, that's tomorrow for me so thanks for the thanks for the <laughs> reminder i gotta make my new year's eve reservation because you know you, i can't go into epcot without a reservation you're well, welcome and by the Thank way you, hey make some good ones for marathon weekend because again everybody knows you're my adr guy for when i go down so make some <laughs> and tag me on that, that's, that's right. how this works all right so don't forget we'll take care of you i promise you just like scott takes care of me on my adrs i'll take care of you so here we go over at the magic for less.com Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon that supports us throughout the year, especially during the holiday season. And thanks so much to our patrons. You allow us to put the show out. I can't thank you enough for that. And if you'd like to join us starting at just $5 per month, that really does support everything we do. And you get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over, Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give us all a follow on social media. I'm at BeOurGuestMike. Pam's at TMFLTPam. Scott's at EPSCOT, E-P-S-C-O-T. And Ricky, still a little bit under the weather. She's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S, uh, Instagram, Twitter, slash X, and Threads. Give us a follow over there. And join us Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll have the BOGP open line and talk to you guys on the phone. And maybe we'll even have the video chat open. We'll have a good time with that. All right, time to get out of here and wish you a great weekend. Thanks for hanging with us. We love doing the show, and it's always so much fun to interact with you on the social. So give us a holler this weekend so for scott and pam i'm mike wishing you a great weekend whatever you do stay safe stay healthy and we'll see you real soon you've been listening to the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast if you have questions comments or would like to be a guest on the show please visit our website at be our guest thanks for listening and we'll see you real soon